and welcome back to the Finding Your Feet podcast, a podcast show dedicated to helping you get closer to your true authentic self by helping you find your feet in life. This is episode 44 and it's just me, Abby, here today for a mini bonus episode. I hope you're all well and having a lovely Sunday and I hope you're ready for some Sunday motivation. But before we get into the episode, we just got a quick word from our sponsor. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. That's help, H-E-L-P. We are so, so proud to be partners with this company as their mission is to help you start living a happier life today. BetterHelp is a professional online counselling service and they'll set you up with a therapist in under 48 hours. They have a huge range of expertise on there so you can find the right person for you. And then even if it turns out that you're not too keen on the therapist you're originally set with, you can actually change for free until you're happy. It's a secure online counselling service and it's available for clients all over the world. You can access your account at any time, you can send your therapist a message and you can arrange video calls weekly. And this is all done through the comfort of your own home. The best thing about BetterHelp as well is it's also way more affordable than your traditional offline counselling. There are over a million people using BetterHelp today. So if you are curious and you want to know some reviews, you can go and check them out at betterhelp.com forward slash reviews. And if not, if you just want to go and do the questionnaire, see if BetterHelp is for you, you can go on the website, fill in the questionnaire, see how you feel. They'll get a feel for how you are before you actually go ahead with it. You guys know we are huge advocates for therapy. We think it's so powerful and really crucial. So if you feel like you need it, then honour yourself by giving yourself that time and taking yourself to therapy. And BetterHelp are kindly giving our listeners a 10% off their first month of therapy. To access this, you can just head to the link betterhelp.com forward slash finding your feet. That's betterhelp.com forward slash finding your feet where you can receive the 10% off your first month of therapy. If you have any questions at all about this, pop us a message on Instagram. We're very happy to help. Now, let's get on with the episode. Okay, so today I'm going to be talking about a very simple but very effective tool when it comes to decision making. So you may have heard of this concept before, but if you haven't, you are in for a treat because I feel like this just really helps you when it comes to decision making and also knowing when to quit. And when I say knowing when to quit, I don't mean like quitting your dreams when times get hard or quitting a habit that you're trying to install that you know is like really beneficial for you. I don't mean that at all. I mean quitting when something is clearly not in alignment for you, when you're not getting the benefits anymore, when it's not serving you, when it's toxic. It's like knowing when to quit. And I feel like sometimes those situations are the hardest to let go of because we, as humans, we all struggle with change and we don't like things that are unfamiliar. We like things as they are. So when it comes to decision-making, sometimes we can get really stuck. But this concept is gonna help you. Okay, so this concept is called sunk cost fallacy and this basically means when someone has held on to say a project a situation an event because of the time and the money that they've originally put into it so for example what I'm talking about is when say a company they have a two-year-long project and they invest a lot of money a lot of clients a lot of time into this project after around a year they decide this isn't working, this this is gonna fail and we're actually not gonna receive any benefits out of this. What will hold a lot of companies back in this situation is what they do is they focus on the time and the money that they've already invested into the project. And they think, well, I can't give up now because we've put a whole year's work, we've used so much time and energy in this first year, so why would we give up now? We can't waste the money and the time, we have to pursue it. But this is where people miss the trick. Because the thing is, no matter what you do in that moment, whether you go ahead with it or whether you don't, you've still spent the time and the money. 
So you can't get that back. That's already gone. So whether you prolong this process and try and pursue something for the sake of the time and money that's already gone, or whether you let it go and move on to something better, you've already lost it. So you're in the same situation no matter what you choose. But a lot of people think that they are receiving benefits to pursue something that they've already put the money and time into, but it's already gone. It's already lost. Do you see what I'm saying? It's like that little click when you realise that you think, oh. And if you're listening to this now and thinking, well, I don't own a company. I've never been in this kind of situation. We do this in our everyday lives. And I am sure I've done this before. So a really good example of this as well is they explain that when you go to a movie theatre, for example, and you walk in and you paid, let's say, was it £10, £15 or something in England to go and see a movie and you walk in and you sit down and you think, I really don't like this film. Like, I know I'm not going to enjoy it. I know I'm not going to get any benefits from it. But you think, oh, I've already spent the money. I've already spent the time to get here. So I'm, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to watch this film. Now you're going to lose the next hour of your life watching a film that you don't even enjoy because you spent the time and money. But if you got up, left the movie theatre, went home and put something else on the TV, you would have still spent the same time and money, but you would have enjoyed the next hour. But do you not agree with me that most people would stay? I probably would have stayed until I really heard this concept a while ago and I thought, that makes so much sense. Why do we hold on to things just because we spent time and money when we know they're not beneficial for the future? And this can lead on to so many different areas. For example, relationships is a huge thing. People will be together for years and they'll go through a lot together and they'll convince themselves that that is what's made them stronger and that's made them who they are and that's the value of their relationship. Like you've probably heard it for oh, but we've been through so much together. Oh, but we've been together. We've been together five years, 10 years. We've been through so much. But whether you let go of that relationship and walk on and say, this actually isn't serving me anymore, or whether you don't, that's already in the past. You can't change the past. It's, It's already gone. It's already happened. All you can do is focus on the present moment and think, what is going to get me from A to B? What do I need to do next for myself so if a relationship is not serving you or something's toxic and you have red flags and you think oh but I I invested quite a lot of time in this relationship say within a marriage people might go to like couples therapy and they invest time and money and they think oh we've got so far now we're improving so we're going to keep pursuing it but no matter what you have to make that decision in that moment is it going to serve you in the long run? And if it's not, then it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you invested one million pounds. It does not matter because that money is gone and you can't change the past. All you can do is focus on the present moment to make effective decisions with disregarding the past because it's already gone. No matter how much time and money, it's already gone. All you can do is make a decision in the present moment. Another great example of this is when someone works their way up in a company and say they're going from promotion to promotion and they have this kind of end goal, this ideal job that they want, which is absolutely fine. But I'm talking about in the sense of if it turns out that as they're on their way to that goal, they realise actually this is not where I want to go. It's not serving me anymore and I want to do something else. But a lot of the time people will look back and they'll think, oh, I've been here quite a few years. I've worked my way up. I've really earned the respect of people. And I'm almost I'm almost at that point, but I'm just not quite there yet. So I'm not going to give up now because 
I'm going to look stupid. I put so much time and effort into this. And I think that a lot as well is the ego in a full force saying, you're going to look stupid if you give up. You've put so much time into this. You've had sleepless nights. You've worked your ass off to earn this respect and to get to this point. Why would you give up now, even though you don't want to be here? And your ego will say, stay here, don't. But if you listen to your inner guidance and think, actually, I don't even want to be here. And the time and money that I've spent to get to this point has gone. It's in the past. (laughs) I can never change that. All I can do is focus on being happy in the future. So in that moment, you're stood in that office making that decision, you will think, I'm just going to leave. I'm going to honour myself and I'm going to leave. I'm not going to focus on the sunk costs because they are sunk and they are gone. Finally, and just my last example, just because I feel like this concept infiltrates into so many different aspects of life. And that's why I just love it. Because once you kind of, once it clicks in your mind, you think, wow, I can actually be way more effective with the decisions I make. So in terms of holding a grudge and holding anger, say there's a huge event, something happens, something goes wrong, and someone is very upset by something. And they could live the rest of their lives not fully forgiving that person, holding a grudge and thinking, they did me wrong, they were so out of line, and I don't I don't want them in my life, and I, I wanna hold that anger against them. For one, we should really try not to do this because I feel like anger, resentment, all those emotions, they manifest into disease. You really want to rid your body of these unhealthy emotions as much as you can. But not only that, in terms of that situation, someone could live the rest of their lives, like literally the rest of their lives, knowing that this one person that they hate so much and hold on to that anger. But whether they let go of that anger or not, the the past still happened and they can't change what happened in the past. So all they can do is decide right now, am I going to carry on this hatred? Am I going to carry on this anger into my future? Or am I just going to let it go because it's already happened? Do you know what I'm saying? I feel like there's so many twists and roundabouts and there's so many different ways to look at it, but it really does get you thinking like if something has already happened and you can't change it, then how can you effectively move on, move forward without carrying that and letting that be your anchor towards new decisions because that's the past and we don't want the past. We only want the present moment. Also on that topic of holding on to anger and resentment, I find this so interesting. I heard it in a podcast last week. And it's also referenced in neuroscientist Jill Bolt Taylor's memoir, My Stroke of Insight. And it explains that the psychological lifespan of an emotion from the body in the brain is 90 seconds. So in this podcast, they were explaining that when you feel anger or embarrassment, shame, anything like that, the actual span of that emotion is 90 seconds and then it will leave your body. But the thing that gets us so angst up and held in that emotion, say you're in an argument and you're literally angry for like an hour, it's because you're remembering the emotion. So you're actually experiencing it all through a memory. Like how crazy is that? The anger leaves our body. It's us that are, we're remembering it. And as Dr. Joe Dispenza says, your body does not know the difference between something that's actually happening and something you're remembering. If you keep going over a traumatic event in your mind, you're actually remembering the emotions and your body is going to get those same feelings of anger, same feelings of resentment, same feelings of sadness as if it was actually happening. I'm sorry, this is again going off on a tangent. I just get too inspired and too into it sometimes. But that is definitely some food for thought. Dr. Joe Dispenza, what a guy. Oh, definitely go research him um, because some of the things he says you think wow okay but that's all from me i hope you enjoyed this episode and next time you're making a decision 
think about it. Are you focusing on sunk costs? Are you focusing on what has already happened in the past? Because honey, we can't change it. All we can focus on is the present moment and moving forward. So yeah, focus on that and make more effective decisions. Thank you so much for listening, guys. If you do want some daily inspiration from me and Grace, we are over on the Instagram all the bloody time at Fanny Your Feet Podcast. Go and check it out. Send us a message. Let us know if this episode sparked anything in you. And we will see you on Wednesday for a new juicy episode. Bye.